Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and today we have a great show planned. I actually have my friend Darren Ross here. And Darren, he runs this really cool hotel in California. And I'm really excited for what he's up to. And we're actually going to jump right in. Darren, do you want to share about your hotel and what you're up to? I would love to. Good morning. And thank you so much for having me on. I've been really, really excited about this. Um, Yeah, so we have this little hotel in Hollywood, California. And if you were to drive by our hotel, you would not look twice. You would probably just drive right by. Um, we're not a fancy building. We're, we're an older, converted apartment building. It was built in the late 50s. And our hotel, uh, you know, it doesn't have an elevator. We don't have room service or these great views to sell. Um, but our story is really what we've done within those limitations. And it's been a lot of fun. I've been here for 17 years uh, operating the hotel. And the the magic is is what we've done within a kind of a limited facility. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about that. Yeah, Absolutely. So when I started at this hotel, um, it was, you know, definitely in need of renovation. Um, the staff, there was a lot of, a lot of apathy. Uh, people really didn't care. There was not a lot of structure in terms of, of service. And what we did pretty quickly was really institute, uh, you know, some customer service standards and we realized that if we wanted to really make an impact, we were going to have to put together a program to provide outstanding customer service because we weren't going to get the reactions and the repeat business. So we weren't going to get people, uh, you know, talking about our hotel and compelling them to return without that service because they weren't going to do it for the facility itself. And so that's, that's what we did. And over the years, we've developed these, these service standards that surprise a lot of people. They say, well, you do, you do what? You know, we, we get a lot of those reactions. And what we've learned over the years is that's not so much the facility. It's how we make people feel. And it's been a, an amazing recipe for us through, throughout the years. And it's a recipe we're not going to change, but we're going to keep improving upon yeah, so I, I hear all of this, and I love hearing the underneath story. You, the reason that I was attracted to your hotel, and, and here's the awesome part, I was on this show, and I shared because I read about the hotel in The Power of Moments, in the book. Yeah. And I read, I read about this hotel, and I've been talking about it. I actually, even on this course I'm building, I, I talked about it there. And one of my friends says, hey, did you know I, I know the guy that – runs the hotel. And I said, no way. I want to meet him. And the reason that I was attracted was because of the, the mechanism 
of what you're creating. So can you share a little bit, if I show up at your hotel, what do I experience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you show up to our hotel, you're going to walk in. And one of the most important things we do is set the tone for for the customer. We understand that our guest has just uh, maybe gotten off an airplane, may have uh, traveled internationally, which most of our guests do. Uh, They may have just rented a car. They may have just, you know, dealt with Los Angeles traffic for for the first time. And it's really important for us to take a moment, pause, and let them know how much we appreciate them being there and let them know that uh, they're, they're in good hands, they can take a breath and relax, and, and we're going to take care of them. So when they check in at the front desk, you know, after we do the kind of the more standard paperwork, uh, one of our front desk agents will come around from the front desk uh, with a champagne glass filled with Italian lemon soda. And we hand that to them. We take a moment, we pause, we put our hands behind our backs, and we say something like, we just want to take a moment to tell you what a pleasure it is to have you with us. And it's crazy. You know, it might not seem like much, but that moment gets the best reactions from the guest and they look at each other and they can't believe it. And they, you know, what I call these exhale moments that we do, they, they literally exhale, you know, they're, wow, that is really nice. And what we've learned is that people aren't accustomed to having other people take a moment for them, especially in business. Everything seems faster these days. And for a company to actually literally take a moment, it's extremely meaningful to our guest. It's really great. Such a, it's such an important moment for us, for us to, like I said, it really sets the tone for, for their stay. So that's, that's kind of, you ask you know, what to expect when you arrive. And that's what you can expect when you arrive. And during that check-in process, we explain to them some of the things that they can expect while they're staying with us. And, you know, some of those things are we have free snacks. So all of us, I know you, Kathleen, myself, your listeners, that we've all stayed in hotels, and we all have what really bugs us about staying in hotels. Uh, the most popular thing I hear is the mini bar. You know, people cannot stand the mini bar. Maybe it's a necessary evil, but... You know, I know from my experience of traveling on business, I'm always afraid to open the mini bar. I don't want to pay $10 for cash shoes, you know. Um, and it bothers people. It really bothers people. People feel nickel and dimed. So what we do during the check-in process, we hand our guests a list. And that list has about like 20 to 25 snack items on it. And these include full-size candy bars, like a full-size Snickers bar or a full-size package of M&M's, Hershey's bars, peanut butter cups, Kit Kats, uh, bags of chips, a whole variety of of chips, crackers, cookies, granola bars, all sorts of snacks. And we tell them very simply, these are all available to you 24 hours a day, unlimited, and there's never a charge. You, you You have to see the look on our guests' faces when they hear this. 
And a common response is, well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You mean free? <laughs> Unlimited? You know, as if we're like, we're trying to, you know, pull one under from them. Like, like they they think we're trying to scam them. This is a trick, you know? And it's so great. You see the kids' faces light up. They look at their parents. They say, what? Free? And it's as if they're getting away with something. And it's so amazing. It's so amazing. So we just, we really turn it around, you know, where most people are accustomed to the nickel and diamine, that ex- those expensive snacks. We absolutely do a 180 on it, and it blows them away. It blows them away. So that's, those are just a couple of things we do on the arrival process that really blows them away. And then we go on, you know, then we go on to explain the other things we do. We tell them, if you have any laundry to be done, just hand us your laundry. We will be happy to, to do the laundry for you at absolutely no charge. So we'll take all the laundry, whether it's one small bag or maybe it's the end of their vacation and they have six full suitcases of dirty clothes. We're actually happy to do it. We wash it. We dry it. We fold it. We wrap it up in butcher paper, tie it with twine, put a sprig of lavender on it, and return it to the room. And there's absolutely no charge. This service makes people cry. They've literally cried more than once. They can't believe it because what we're doing, we're literally taking away a job for them. So the parents are often maybe a little stressed. They have to go home. And, oh, my God, when I go home, not only is my vacation over, but, you know, I have two days of laundry to do. And we literally take that away. It allows them more time to spend with their family, more time enjoying touring Los Angeles or hanging out at the hotel. So it's a really, it's, I call it the most relevant service that we offer. And then we do other things. We have a free soft serve ice cream machine every single day. We have a free soda machine, uh, you know, 24 hours a day. So, you know, kids come here and it is a absolute paradise. And if I could just say one more thing, one more thing on this, probably our most talked about amenity and most unique amenity is an amenity that's right in our pool area. And this is our popsicle hotline. And all you do, you walk, you walk in the pool area, there's a really colorful sign that says popsicle hotline. Underneath that popsicle hotline is a red phone. And it's truly a hotline. There's no buttons or dials on it. You simply lift up the phone, and then we answer popsicle hotline. And then a kid or a parent will ask, hi, can I get a popsicle, please? And we say, absolutely. And then a couple minutes later, one of our employees is wearing a white, wearing white gloves and coming out with a silver tray filled with complimentary popsicles. And we try to make it fun, you know, who ordered popsicles? And we try to get to, we try to get to the person who ordered the popsicles first, and then we continue around the pool area passing out free popsicles. And it is, this is talked about all the time. People take their picture in front of the, the popsicle hotline and, you know, talk about return on investment. Uh, we've certainly got, gotten a lot of really good will and good marketing from this. People, people talk about it. And it's fun. It's fun for our staff to, to, to participate in it, in it as well and watch these kids' faces light up when they have a staff member at their demand 
come and deliver them free popsicles. What's so cool about this is that you talk about the actual the actual facility, and when you talk about it, I, I don't hear you saying like, "Oh, we're this huge." Uh, Great. I mean, when you look at the actual facility, you say we're an apartment-style facility, just like anybody else. So it really opens up that space that anybody could create opportunities like this. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly right. And look, we're we're in Los Angeles. You know, we're we're in a major city. We have plenty of five-star hotels who have beautiful facilities, beautiful facilities. And you know, what we what we do we we compete. I want to compete with those guys. And we do. You know, we compete with them on TripAdvisor. We're usually in the top five hotels in all of Los Angeles. And I think that bothers some of these other hotels, which, you know, of course I love. <laughs> you know, I love that it bothers them a little bit. Um, but, yeah, we, we compete on service. And we, and we go about it 1,000 miles an hour. You know, we we I, I would compete on service with any hotel any day, you know, and I love that. And our staff loves that. And it's just really a, a fun way to operate the hotel when, when we realize that we could, we could be as good as these five-star hotels in Beverly Hills, Santa Monica. Um, and anyway, it's, it's been really fun. And the fun part is really creating uh, creating these stories for our guests to tell. And even when we think about the pricing, for example, when you talk about all those amenities, I think, holy buckets, this must be a you know, $500, $600, $700, $800 a night hotel. But what are you guys running at? I mean, what's the average price that somebody's paying? Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's such a great question. And it's really important. One of the, uh, one of, one of the, one of our ingredients, if you will, is value. So we have to have value as, as well. So our rates are, you know, around, you know, between two and three hundred dollars, maybe a little more than three hundred dollars for our, our peak season. But really, we have to have that value. That's a really, really important part, uh, really important ingredient to our our recipe. That's um, a great value. These are large apartments as well, with with full kitchens, a living room, a separate bedroom. So it's a truly a value. People can't believe it. Yeah, this seems amazing. So I want to talk when we get back. We're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, let's dig into how this all works. Like how we, we talked about return on investment. I want to dig into that and understand so that everyone that's listening can hear that this is really something that anybody can create. So let's go on a quick break. We are listening to Profit Lunch with Kathleen Reeson. We have guest Darren Ross on today talking about how anyone can create these amazing experiences for their customers, and he's doing it in his hotel. And so we will be right back here in just a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. 
Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and today we are on with Darren Roth, who runs the Magic Castle Hotel in Los Angeles, and we're talking about how he creates these unique customer experiences that really provide such an amazing offering. It's something that when you go home, you'll talk about over and over again. So we see these big five-star hotels that you know they pour a ton of money into advertising and marketing, and they are not getting the return that Darren's seeing. So Darren, are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, so let's talk about this. So you, you mentioned right before we went on break that we've got these five-star hotels, and they're pouring money into advertising, but yet they don't see the return. So tell me, what does a return look like? I, I know you're, you're putting – you're actually looking at this kind of free candy, all that. That's part of your advertising expense. Is that correct? That, well, that's exactly right. You you hit it perfectly. Um, that is that is our marketing. Those are our marketing dollars. People say, I can't believe you spent so much on Snickers bars. Like that's that's got to cost you a fortune. Are you crazy? Like our hotel's making money on the mini bar, and but they're also spending so much money on on marketing. And when I mentioned earlier, it drives me crazy. You know, traveling to a hotel and and Go going into a mini bar just to use that as an example, and it's 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 as if they have a system that is guaranteed, part of my language, to piss people off. I mean, they spend so much marketing dollars and and so much effort to try to get me into their hotel, and then they get me there. They finally get me there after all that advertising and you know focus groups and advertising companies and all they've done to, to get me through their door. And yet they have these systems that are going to bother me and other, and other customers. And I never understood that. That never made sense to me. So instead, we turn it around. And we, we I'd rather spend money on Snickers bars and delighting people and surprising them um, and creating stories that way um, and creating fans that way than spending money on market research and advertising. It just never made sense to me. And it's also uh, a lot more fun. 
<laughs> yes. I, I, okay, so I love how you dig in and you understand what the customer wants more than anything that yeah. you understand. And one of the things that I, I want to go back to this moment because you actually had this moment of saying, I think there's something we could do differently about this hotel. And so can you share with me in the beginning, what what went through your head to say, huh, we're going to look at this differently? Because this is not how – this is not how businesses are typically run, and I love that about this story. So tell me, what was that moment where you said, huh, we're going to start looking at this differently? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my background was customer service well before I got involved with the Magic Castle Hotel. And uh, I was actually uh, – I had a uh, secret shopping company, you know, and, and my company, you know, we would go undercover to mostly restaurants and evaluate the customer service. At the Magic Castle Hotel has a very well-known club on the same property, a private club called the Magic Castle. And they were one of my clients. And they said, oh, we also have this hotel next door. Uh, Can you evaluate that? And that's how it kind of started. And so I was was hired really, uh, you know, in order to kind of turn the hotel around in terms of service and, and structure. And so when I got here, you know, there was just, you know, I think I mentioned it was, it was a lot of apathy and there was just, there just wasn't a lot of structure in terms of service. And we knew early on that people were not going to come here for, for the building itself. And so we implemented these, these, these service elements. And what we decided on was never going in reverse. We were only going to add services. We were only going to add experiences for our guests. And we we still follow that same recipe now, 17 years later, that we only add services. So it keeps getting better and better. We never want a customer to come back two years later and say, oh, they don't, they don't do that anymore. They don't have the ice cream anymore. They don't have the soda machine anymore. It's good, but not as good. So we're really careful about about that. Um, and it also just started kind of building on itself. It created, uh, you know, these, these amenities that we offer, kind of its own weather system, you know, its own energy. And when you start getting comments on, you know, on online review sites and your hotel starts winning awards, from the state of California all the time for, for the best guest service. And we, you know, we do well on TripAdvisor and people start talking about us and I'm talking to people like you on the radio. You start to think, this is kind of working, you know? <laughs> this kind of works, this whole, this whole service thing and doing it a little, a little differently uh, than, the, than these five-star hotels just down the street from us. Maybe we're doing something right. So it really does create on a life of its own. And how could I go back? You know, our guests certainly don't want us to go back. Our employees certainly don't want to go back. And this is what fills our hotel. So, you know, we talk about profitability uh, and the ROI. It's it's these ingredients that I'm talking about that bake the cake, you know. <laughs> and, and we don't want to get rid of any of those ingredients. We, we might add to, to make it better. Um, but this recipe works. It works for us. It works for this small little hotel. And, you know, what I kind of preach out there is that this could work for any business. You know, I got my first taste of it 
uh, when I was in my early 20s at a messenger company, of all, of all things. Uh, certainly not known for service. You don't think, you don't think of messenger companies as, you know, as, as great service providers. Um, and this messenger company, this messenger company had really great owners, really, really unique, uh, forward thinking. And I was a driver and a lot of our clients were the five star hotels. Uh, the Regent Beverly Wilshire Hotel, the Ritz Carlton and Marine Delray, uh, Hotel Bel Air. And as a driver, I used to go into these hotels and they just felt different. They felt special. And I, I literally remember waiting for a package and seeing employees dressed up in uniforms, the way they would walk across the lobby. Like, it was great. And it was their job to make people feel good, to be nice to people. That was their job. And I loved it. And what we did, I brought in some of those ideas. I, I literally asked the doorman to the Carlton Marina Del Rey if he could come to one of our morning meetings at the messenger company to share with us some of the things that, that they do. And he did. And he did. So one, early one morning, uh, he came and shared a whole bunch of stories that Rich Carlton did. And it was so inspiring. You know, they carry, you might know this already, but they carry around, all the employees at Rich Carlton carry around trifold cards. And they have to have them on, they have to have them on them at all times uh, during the shifts. And they have their motto and their, and their standards of service. And it's fantastic. That we kind of we adopted uh, a similar practice at a messenger company, and then all of a sudden we were on the phone with with clients, big law firms, and we're and we're responding to people in a way that a Ritz Carlton might. You know, we're saying, "My pleasure, very well, certainly, we'll be happy to." You know, and we're a messenger company, and our clients started noticing a difference. And what would happen in the messenger industry is that if you were late on a package or missed an important, you know. Uh, court filing, they might just drop you and just use another messenger company. There's a million of them in Los Angeles. And what ended up happening is that we would retain our clients. Yeah, we can make a mistake, but we were completely accountable for that mistake. We would let them in on our situation. If a driver was going to be late, we might call them right away and say, you know, it's going to be tight. You might want to make a phone call to the court. You know, we we let them in on it. And that really set us apart, really set us apart from other companies who would, might want to hide things or, or not be honest with the client. You know, oh, you know, the driver had car trouble. And people, saw, people would see through those things. So anyway, we, we, did that, we do that at the hotel also. We try to be completely accountable. Um, we let people in when we do make mistakes, and we do make mistakes. Um, we let our guests in on it. We let them know what the real deal is, you know, even if it's just we messed up. People really appreciate um, the honesty, you know, people don't, people are smart. People don't want to be lied to. And that's worked really well for us as well. How has, you talked about your employees, how has adopting this principle with your employees, especially from the beginning, were they on board so when I took over 17 years ago, they were absolutely 100% not on board. <laughs> you know, they, they were not. They were they were definitely accustomed to doing things they were, you know, uh, the way they were doing. Um, I literally remember one guy smoking at the front desk. <laughs> what? 
Um, so I, I knew I had my work cut out for me. But, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, and that was okay. You know, a lot of people left. Um, most people left, whether their choice or my choice, they, they left. And and that's completely okay. Sometimes it's really okay to wipe the slate clean, you know, um, and that's fine. That's fine. You could you could start fresh uh, the, the the next day. You know, it's, it's okay. Um, and that's what we did. We really kind of we started over. Is is what we did. And what we did, we decided, we decided to be a customer service company that functions as a hotel. That's what we decided. Such so, a shift, and that's what. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that. I mean, it is a shift. You're, you're absolutely. It was a real shift, and it's through that mindset of being a customer service company, functioning as you know whatever kind of company you are, um, where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. That's where decisions are made. That's where you decide on how you're going to respond to to a customer or to one of your staff members. Um, it's it's knowing at your core that you're a customer service company functioning as whatever it is you do. That is beautiful. And that philosophy could be utilized in every customer-centric company that exists. And I mean, what, com- what company is not customer-centric? But every company that's in a consumer world is just a customer service company acting as whatever it is they're acting in front of. So if they're a gym, if they're a restaurant, if they're a hotel, they're a customer service company first. I hear that. That's, that's absolutely right. That's, and, that, and we live by that. We absolutely uh, live by it, for sure. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay, so we are going to hop on another quick break, and when we get back, I know there's a piece that I want to – you were sharing with me about how some of your clients come in and from Australia. So let's dig into that. But first, let's go on a break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and we've got Darren Ross here, and we have more to share with you. We will catch you right after this break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. And we've been talking with Darren Ross, who owns and manages the Magic Castle Hotel. And Darren, are you there? I'm here. 
Okay, awesome. So what I want to talk about, Darren, has, you shared with me about how you, some of your clients in Australia, and I remember when you told me this, and this was in a previous conversation, I thought, wow, what, this is this is brilliant. And we both had this moment of it's totally not brilliant, and that's what makes it brilliant. So can you share what in the world I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy to. <laughs> um, you know, several years ago, I just started noticing um, a lot of our guests were coming in from, from Australia. And what happened was Australia added some flights to Los Angeles and just became a hotter destination for, for Australia. And we noticed them at the, at the hotel. And one thing led to another. And there was a lot of word of mouth going on about us uh, and in Australia, which was fantastic. And I, and, it kept growing and growing and growing. And finally, I think it was about 2012, um, I went, we, we have a, a company we use uh, called House of, Cooser, House of Cooser, which represents smaller hotels like ours. And uh, Greg Cooser, the owner, he and I, uh, we went to Australia. We've, we'd never been. We uh, set up some sales calls with some key travel agents there. And we had our first sales trip to to Australia. We went, we went to Sydney, and it was fantastic. One thing led to another, and now I'm going about four times a year: uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. I went to Perth, which is on the other side of the continent, uh, which takes about I don't know about a month to get to. It was really a long, long time. Um, and we have these amazing relationships with with travel agents. And travel agents in Australia are, are very popular. Uh, in the U.S., people say travel agents. Really, you know, who uses travel agent anymore? Um, but the fact is, there's a huge need for them. Um, and in Australia, they they do really really well. They're they're on street corners all all over the, the major cities. And so, we've created relationships with these travel agents, and we take care of their clients. You know, so they get sent their clients with confidence to our hotel. And our goal, our, our unwritten goal, is to make their guest so happy, feel so good, and blow them away when they're at our hotel that without us asking them to do so, they feel compelled to go back home, call up that travel agent, and thank them for sending them to the Magic Castle Hotel. And it happens all the time. And then it creates that circle. It creates that weather system we were talking about where that travel agent now has more confidence in us and more confidence sending their clients, their valuable clients to us. And we, we become a no-brainer, you know. And I have a lot of travel agent friends, and they say, oh, yeah, when our, when our clients are going to Hollywood, automatically. Magic Castle Hotel. That's a, that's a no-brainer. That's easy. Oh, they have kids? For sure. You know, and that's what we want. That's what we want. So, yeah, we are, we do have a lot of Australians at, at our hotel. Um, we, you know, we even have Vegemite at our at our breakfast. <laughs> I, I have what a, do you a have, Jan, again? Sorry, we have, we have Vegemite. Veg, we serve Vegemite. Uh, the Australian, you know, spread that, that they put on toast. Um, we we have it at our at our breakfast, which is quite unique. 
quite unique. So yeah, so it, it's uh, that, that's even mm-hmm. digging deeper and knowing what your customers want. If they're from Australia and that's what they're comfortable with, and they arrive and you have it there, it feels like I belong. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you you mentioned that. Um, you, we do want to know what our customers like for sure. But we also want them to know that they've traveled far away. So we don't want to be little Australia. That's not fun. <laughs> you don't, you know, we wouldn't want to travel from the U.S. just to go to places just like the U.S. So, so we do the Vegemite, and it's pretty much limited to that, you know, because it's such a staple. It's such a staple for for Australians. They want it with with breakfast. It's comfort food, and it's. A, I just think it's a nice gesture to to have that for them. Um, but that's really as far as we go, as far as making it Australian. We want it to be American. You know, we want them to have that, that American experience, that L.A. experience. Nice. So you go, let me just, let me just recap this. You go yeah. over to Australia. You have these conversations with travel agents. You say, hey, we're this hotel in L.A. And these travel agents, are they shocked that you? I mean, they think that you are this large chain that's coming <laughs> to see them. Are they shocked when they realize that's not who you are? It's so funny. I love. I love that you picked up on that. Yes, <laughs> that's that's really funny because I mean, yes, some of the larger hotel companies, uh, you know, the Marriotts and the Hiltons, uh, they will send people to Australia to you know to do these sales calls. Um, what doesn't happen are Little, little independent boutique hotels like mine who are traveling across the world to go visit these small retail travel agents. You know, and I go there and I take, you know, I, I take buses, trains, <laughs> trains, planes, ferries, you know, to get to these kind of remote suburbs. Um, and I'll go and all of a sudden I find myself in this shopping mall, you know, 40 miles outside of Melbourne, visiting this little travel agency. And they're expecting me, you know, and I go up there and I show up with a box of chocolates for them and I sit down for 20 minutes and I get to tell them about our hotel. And again, those are, you know, those are real marketing dollars. That's a huge return for us. And, and again, we, we create that, that circle. They know that they could put a face to a name. I'm there in front of them. It shows that I care about them, which I do, and we create this relationship. And they also know that if they send their clients to me, if there's a problem, they can pick up the phone. Or they can email me. They can call me. We, we can work it out. I'm also going to take special care of their clients because I know I know that person. You know, I know that travel agent. I have a relationship with them. So it might sound a little old-fashioned, and that's great. It works, you know, Um a lot of people depend on technology. They depend on, you know, the bigger online companies, which we do depend on. They they do serve their purpose for sure. But I'll tell you, you know, from firsthand experience, nothing beats that old-fashioned, face-to-face, human-to-human relationship. Because when things go wrong, when things go wrong, it sure is nice to be able to count on someone you know and someone you can call, someone who has my cell phone number. And, you know, it happens all the time. So it's it's great. And I will just say just a general plug for travel agencies who are hurting right now um, all over the world, not just, not just in the U.S., not just in Australia, but um, 
they are worth their weight in gold, especially when something goes wrong, especially in a situation uh, like we're in right now. Yeah, and so so for all of you that are listening to this, you know, even later on in the podcast, and you're hearing yeah. we're in the COVID times, so to be in the hotel industry in COVID times, I know can be challenging. And so you guys are in this space where are, are you open back up? Did I hear January? Yeah, so we're um, we're doing a a special program uh, with the city of Los Angeles mm-hmm. right now, so we're not open to the public. Um, it's, it's not for the homeless population, which a lot of other hotels are doing, but it is for another vulnerable population, uh, mostly women and children. We're, we're helping right now. I can't talk much more about it. Um, but it's a great program. It certainly makes us feel really good. And yeah, we're, so our plan right now is to reopen New Year's Eve with a night with a celebration. However, however that celebration has to happen, however distance we have to be, uh, we're going to open New Year's Eve. That's the plan. Beautiful. Yeah. And and so even what you're saying there about how even though business doesn't look like it normally does, we can still serve this population. We, we can still serve the world and we get to get back to whatever, let's not even use the word back, we get to create whatever's going to be created come 2021. Uh, so so yeah. awesome. And and when you when you step into this space, so, so January 1st, if I'm in your hotel and I was there January 1st, 2020, and now I'm here January 1st, 2021, aside from the social distancing and that pieces, like you said, we're not taking anything away. So do you do you see enhanced features? Do you see uh, – what, what will it look like? And I'm not Yeah, specific. well, sure. I mean, I obviously, look, look. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, look, I mean, obviously it's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, depend upon, you know, the – what the city allows us to do safety is going to be number one but the spirit you know the spirit of us of us reopening is going to be having all the services that we've had yeah our you know our continental breakfast that we usually have buffet style might look a little different uh you know some of the things we do might look a little different how often we go into the rooms as far as uh to clean the room while you're there might look a little different um and that's okay and that's okay people are Certainly, as far as customers, very accepting of, of any reasonable ch- changes we have to do with with their safety in mind. But I do want to mention something. Um, you know, through this, we've really learned the the importance of what we've done in years past, as far as building loyalty and building fans, whether it's the end user guest who stays here or the travel agents, the people sending business to us. It's really, really important. Where some I'll use hotels as an example, but this applies to so many businesses. Um, you know, they might have to start over. They might have to start from scratch, finding a client base. Where well, we're very fortunate to have people who already are familiar with with what we do and already feel compelled to come back. Um, it's really helpful for us. Really, really helpful. And I know this from people who are rebooking for 2021, people that had to cancel. Um, So, of course, 2020, you know, is a disastrous year. um, But we're very optimistic, very optimistic uh, about the future, about 2021. And that's just not a feeling I have. It's it's what I know from from the bookings we're getting and from the travel agents who, who are sending those bookings to us. I love it. And I acknowledge you because that is the hard work that you got you put in 
over the years to build that. It's not, I know I've had conversations with other hotel operators and they are not saying that. And so this stuff yeah, no, works. Like this, right. this focus on service works. Okay, we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, I want to talk just a little bit more in our last few minutes on service and just go directly in. So I know there are things that drive you crazy about service. And let's talk about that when we get back from our break. So everybody, we're listening to Profit Launch with Catherine Reset. Okay, talk to you soon. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, Call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we have been talking with Darren Ross, who is a customer service expert. He has put this into practice in his hotel and has seen the results. And so, Darren, what I want to know from you, what drives you crazy about service? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a good question. A lot drives me crazy about about service. I mean, in general, I it bothers me a lot um, to to spend a lot of money to go to a place that has a, rep, that has a reputation. So, you could take a high-end restaurant or, you know, a five-star hotel, and it does not meet your service expectations, and it ends up being a very average experience in terms of service. That drives me crazy. I will give you some a couple of specific examples that drive me crazy, and they're all restaurant-related. You know, we all go to a, a restaurants in, in normal times. Um, some of the things that drive me crazy are somehow servers stopped asking how everything is about your meal. And it's turned into how's everything tasting. This drives me crazy. I cringe every single time I hear it. It's way too specific of a, of a question, you know. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Um, another thing that that drives me really crazy is servers who don't write down your order, and they stand there remembering your order, especially when you're like, you know, there's four or five people at your table. It stresses me out, and I always think, why are they doing this? It's not. Like, I feel like it's like a carnival game to test their memory. And it stresses me out. I think they're going to forget. Like, if I order something special, like, you know, I want, uh, you know, the sauce on the side. Are they going to, how are they going to remember that? And then they walk away. And here's what really stresses me out. They walk away and another customer stops them before they could punch in the order. <laughs> and they And another customer asks them for something. And all I'm thinking is, no, they got to go. They got to go punch in my order. <laughs> it just 
stress yes. really stresses me out. I know that might sound a bit odd, but it's, I think as far as something that really stressed yeah. me out, but it does. But it does. You know what? I, I share with you. We were my husband and I took our our youngest son, our seven year old, uh, to a, we went to a, our first restaurant since March, and we sat on an outdoor patio, you know, all kind of by ourselves in the corner. And the yeah. waitress comes over, and she did that exact same thing. And I, I was really thirsty, and I ordered a water, but I also wanted iced tea. And so I said, could I have water yeah. and an iced tea? And she says, no problem. Doesn't write it down. And my iced tea never came. And I thought, yeah. this is not if that If only water. there were some uh, sort of tool they could use. If only, if only there was some only. sort of tool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, you're not impressing me. Yes. Does it, impr- let me ask, does it impress you when they can remember your order? Could care less. You could care less. You just want to order right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And yet we put these things in the way like they're going to be. I know. uh, Like we're going to be amazing. Can I share with you? Ego stopped me for my iced tea. Yes, share with me. Right. (laughs) That's exactly right. Wait, can I share one more quick thing that drives me crazy in a restaurant? Yes. When When a server, if I'm ordering a cocktail or any drink, really, and the server wants to accumulate more items to bring out to the floor before they make a trip to you. And you see your, like, let's take a, let's take a bar scene. Like you see your cocktail up there, you see it made, but the cocktail server is waiting. They're waiting for more drinks for other tables before they start bringing the tray of drinks over. Oh my God, that stresses me out so much. All I'm thinking is my drinks becoming diluted. It's not as good now. Now it's not as good. Now it's even worse. This is, this Can you what, just walk up and get it? <laughs> yeah, oh, I've done okay. Many times. So you are. I've done that many you're times. Trained. Yeah. You're, you're yes. trained. Yeah, you're trained to look at these things and say, "What in the world?" Right. <laughs> just I'm, walk it out. I'm a lot of fun to go out with. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is that. This is the piece of I think really landing all of what we've talked about for the last hour here is that. Anybody can look at these things and just say, well, what does your customer really want? Or even just ask them. Like for you, would you say if somebody said, when your drink's ready, do you want it? Right. Or would you rather wait a few minutes? I mean, like, come on. Or would you rather what wait would a few minutes for the ice to melt? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want the warm steak or would you rather have the lukewarm? Like, this is not hard. Right. But why exactly. Why is it so hard? Exactly. Exactly. This is this is simple stuff. Sorry, a lot of what we talked about today, by the way, are aren't uh, aren't expensive, and they're not daunting. And sometimes I, I hear people say to me, like, how do, how do we get started? How do we? This, this sounds like a big deal to change our culture. How do we do this? And my answer to that, by the way, is take baby steps. Do one thing at a time. Create a story. Do something great for a customer. Give them a story to tell when they leave. But do it one at a time. It doesn't have to be this whole huge corporate shift that's going to cost a bazillion dollars. And you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Do it one customer at a time. And it will create, as I mentioned for that weather system, it'll create its own culture. And it'll build, you could build on that. And it's, it's worked for us really, really well without having to invest a lot of a lot of dollars in, into it. Oh, that's beautiful. So, Darren, how do people get a hold of you if they want to come to the hotel? They want to check it out. What's the best way to get a hold of you? 
Yeah, absolutely. I tell people, call my cell phone. I put my money where my mouth is. Call me. It's completely fine. Um, the name of my company is Service Freak Hospitality. Um, but just call me. My number is 310-753-3707. So right there, in that moment, you're the first guest that I've had that's willingly saying, here's my cell phone because you truly mean I want to serve you. And I acknowledge you for that. And that is unique and <laughs> is why you are and will continue to succeed. What am I afraid of? <laughs> exactly. Why happen? do we have cell phones if we don't want people to call us? Exactly. What's going to happen? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, call me. I'll answer a question. Happy to. Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, I scenario. love that. You are a bright, shining <laughs> light in an industry of people that are hiding from service. You are peeking out and saying, please reach out to me. Please, whether it's it's something that I want to hear or I don't want to hear. I want to hear it all. <laughs> that's, your, that's what I hear you saying, and it's so beautiful. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I want to. I'll give you one more one more little nugget that we use here at the hotel all the time, um, and this is something that that it's kind of our motto here, and it's listen carefully, respond creatively. That's what we do with our guests. We listen to them. And we respond in a creative way, whether it's at that moment or the next day or the next visit. We respond in a way that's going to blow them away, to surprise them. And that's what creates the story. That's what creates the memory. That's beautiful. Listen carefully, respond creatively. Did I say that right? Yeah, that was pretty good. In fact, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, you got all perfect. Four well, there is. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so appreciative of you sharing your knowledge with the world. And for all of you that are listening, this is, this is what the world is about. It's about figuring out how we get to serve the people in front of us and doing it in a way that lights us up too. And as you can hear, Karen and I are lit up. We love the space that we're in. And so we all get to be in that space. So whether you're creating a, a business at, at, six figures or, or you just want to you just want to live your best life like this is the kind of stuff that we work on so thank you for joining us today thanks darren we'll see you thank guys you all for next listening week. to profit launch with kathleen reason kathleen reason will return next monday at 11 a.m eastern standard time 10 a.m central 9 a.m mountain and 8 a.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea go to kathleenreason.com forward slash radio have a great week